All right. So, uh, episode 10. Episode 10. I feel like it's a milestone. This is a milestone. Um, yeah. It feels cool that we've done something like uh, this consistent. Yeah. We're, com- we're coming off hot off of our first guest. Yeah. That, uh, that was a, a smashing success, if I'd say so. I mean, part one, I thought I sounded really great. Part two, <laughs> I was overserved. And I have a theory as to why I got so drunk. Because Reed stole my chair. <laughs> and I was so uncomfortable that I was drinking away the pain. Uh, you know what's funny, though, is I don't know what was happening. I sat down on that chair. Mm-hmm. And it was like... And I was like, this is so... I've sat in that chair before yeah. when we've recorded. And it yeah. didn't make a peep. I sat down and it was squeaking so much. And then I moved... And you sat down and you were like, it's not at all. And I, you wiggled and it didn't make any noise and it didn't make a sound the whole time. But even in the recording, like it would have, I would have ruined it. Like it was so loud in the recording, even when I was sitting there. Got a fat dumper, Reed. I guess. I don't yeah. know what, what was happening, but I mean, it worked out across the board. I'd it say did. That I moved. It did. And uh, so I looked through the footage that Peter had surprised us with. Yeah. That. That was that was the only sour note. Was uh, we basically had to escort you up the stairs? Yeah, and I forgot to pocket the hard drive on my way out. It's okay. <laughs> so I didn't get to see anything. The legendary story of me almost dying is not on the hard drive. Yep, and I did. You did tell me that, and that's yeah. why it is not present at the end of yeah. the episode. Like I really hoped it would be. Yeah, we were all hoping and praying. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing I've got uh, to clarify, I had um, Peter told a story about my mom. His My mom's favorite story about him uh, was he had got caught doing something in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and she loved telling that story. I think that's basically all we said in the episode. But what happened, her quote was, because that's even funnier than just that it's her favorite story, was... I think it was that he was like, we were sneaking like a drink or something out of, out of like the little liquor cabinet. And my mom came down the stairs and she was like, did the classic mom like Peter Duth. (laughs) And he locked up and sunk to the ground like, like a submissive animal. And she's like, what's happening? What are you, you like, you know, she was kind of like teasing, but still yeah. kind of surprised. But then after she, she's laughing and she's like, you literally just came back from a war. <laughs> and I used the full name and you dropped to the floor like a little boy. <laughs> Your mom, like for those of you who don't know Reed's mom, which is probably a lot of you, uh, she's not a big woman by no. any standards she's actually pretty tiny yep but she is commanding in a way that you would not anticipate and then like even when you first meet her and you talk to her she's so sweet and kind and whatever yeah and she might throw a, a oh bless your heart every now and again <laughs> instead of just being like you fucking moron <laughs> but when she like when a fire gets lit under your mom it's just like ah oh, fuck like my whole life's about to burn down if I don't apologize right now. Yep. <laughs> like yep. she's she's a tough talking woman. She she's also huge on like she will solve any confrontation. Yeah, I remember um, 
my sister-in-law was over once and she, I don't remember what it was. She was upset about something Mm -hmm. and that they're used to not talking about anything like that. It's kind of like, well, I'm just going to bury the, bury the feeling or I'm, I'm just, we'll just let it die. Like we don't have to sit and and discuss it and resolve it. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, you're not allowed to leave until we (laughs) clear the air. Like I'm not like, well, let's, let's get this straight. Like I'm, let's, I don't, we're not going to sit with like awkward secret grudges. Right. Um, she also was, I was just thinking my friend uh, was sleeping over one day <laughs> and he had parked, it was in the winter and he had parked across the street from the driveway mm-hmm. and that's, no one ever did. Everyone always parked lining up on our side, lining up across the yard. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember why, maybe something was in the way, but he parked across the street and my mom came down and woke us up and she was like, Michael... I brought you this huge McDonald's breakfast because, first of all, that dude could eat until there was no food left he on this. He was so earth. small, and I don't know where all of the food went, but he just he ate like his family didn't feed him, which wasn't true. Yeah, like every time we'd go over there, there was so much food. Yeah, and he was always just like, "I'm a grown boy. I don't know. I'm hungry. I'm growing." <laughs> He's also maybe but, one of the shortest. But yeah, we have. He, he really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he sweat like a much larger man. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so she's like michael i brought you a huge like a mcdonald's breakfast feast and he's like uh, okay and she's like so i might have backed into your car on the way <laughs> <laughs> oh. like it didn't nothing was damaged but it happened so here's me confessing here's all and of the mcdonald's <laughs> breakfast items for you that's amazing yeah so um yeah, that, that's why that was one of her favorite stories because it was, he literally just got back from like intense, like he was, yeah. he was on active duty doing yeah. stuff and, and your mom. Yeah. I mean, it's also that. too, how, like it's, my mom was like my friend's mom. Yeah. Like we all grew up and we're sleeping over here. Like yeah. my house kind of had like a revolving door of people always mm-hmm. staying and hanging mm-hmm. out. So it, it had the added effect that it was like a. A, an actual parental figure right saying something but right. yeah yeah good times but yeah i'm that i those episodes were great i i'm, I'm really excited to have everyone I'm else on less confident in my performance in that second episode <laughs> if i'm being completely honest the first half i'd say is fine but then the second half i just like devolve into grunts and agreements and you you were at one point i got confrontational about <laughs> not going to boot camp or something i don't know <laughs> uh you did i think you were feeling it good by the end of the first episode i mean I, yeah like i said earlier i remember the first three minutes of part two yeah and then everything is new to me. <laughs> you held it together for like an hour and then you were like i don't know i don't know what's happening guys i'm drunk hand me another beer um, and then from then pretty on pretty sure it was after that very heavy pour of Post Malone Rosé. Because yeah. I said stop <laughs> and you kept going. <laughs> and this is on me. Stop means stop. I should have. This is this is on this is my fault. Oh man. Well, uh, so yeah, that was uh that was a fun way to kick it off. I feel like Peter's a good test subject because he just he's so go with the flow about most everything. He was, and I gotta say, Pete. I know you're listening. You're a super fan. We found out. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a a potential career in this. He's got a nice voice. He's got a nice voice. He, he's a consummate professional. 
there were several times where he was calling us out on our recording etiquette and technique. Yeah. And yeah. he immediately shot you down when you went to fall back on a subject that's been talked about already. Yeah, he really was just like, hey, stop beating that dead horse about shit in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I brought it up just to change the subject. Yeah, but you did. I was. Um, Pete did not bite. Yeah. And there's a lot of just normal talking things that happen in a conversation that don't sound good on record, like your ahs and ums and pauses and and stuff. He didn't have any. No. I didn't edit out a single one from him. Yeah. I mean, I'm full of them. I don't know. We're going to have to limit him until we get our game up, I think. Otherwise, he's going to... He'll outshine us, I think. He's going to realize he's got a... We need to have a real idiot on next. Yeah. Like tree. (laughs) (laughs) I knew knew you were setting that up for sure. I don't think he has been listening. I don't know. I think the Kanye episode maybe soured him. He got so bit. psyched in episode one, and then episode two, he was like, I can't. It's like, this is dark shit. Are they just going to shit on <laughs> Kanye the whole time? And honestly, my wife was in a similar boat. She was like, this is dog shit. Are they just going to talk about shit I don't like all the time? I love that your uh, wife specifically, like when we very first started, she was like, don't talk about cars. And we were like, we talked about it in four episodes so far. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out the carspiracy theories, not as big of a staple in our podcast as we have assumed. <laughs> I still hate the Mater shorts. Carlisle's been back into those because it's like he wants to watch TV, but we're so sick of watching the same YouTube videos over and over again. Yeah. And so like it's like, all right, we can watch like a couple Mater shorts and then it's time for bed. Mm. So now he's specifically asking for them and there's only like six of them. So seen them all yeah it's easy to fly through those yeah uh just while we're on pixar we watched the new turning red is it i've heard it's hilarious i've heard it's the funniest pixar movie yet we went over hung out with courtney and she kind of had a little movie night with care it was her birthday this past week Mm -hmm. and we went to have a little movie night for that the three of us adults were like in tears yeah we were laughing so hard yeah i want to watch it pretty bad uh, it manages to get into a lot. I mean, it's classic Pixar of getting mm-hmm. into adult things, but yep. this is the, a little bit more in your face or explicit about it. Okay. You know, I mean, like Soul. Yeah, they're they're getting into. I haven't seen that yet. Like the question is like, what happens when you die? Yeah, you know, like that's a big thing to get into. But they do it in a way that's like a kid movie. Yeah, this one is a little bit more on the nose with things okay and it's it talks about puberty it talks Mm. about getting your period it talks about your relationship with your parents um getting into the whole being respectful to your parents Mm -hmm. but also not living your life for your parents and Mm -hmm. actually kind of having to live for your kids Mm. you know to kind of continue the lineage not look back type of a thing um it was super on the nose with a lot of that but in a still in a very like the kids were like oh yeah like it wasn't like what this yeah. is too too adult for me. Yeah, I mean that's cool because those are those are topics I think every parent kind of struggles yeah. with. But I mean, not saying that you want to use a movie to teach your kids life lessons, but if it gives you a like starting point, yeah, to be like remember how here exactly. Like, yeah, they're good talking points. Yeah. It's good to you know for kids going through those situations to just have a reference of like oh this. It's normal to freak out about this, or it's normal right. to feel this way about this, or it's yeah. normal to not know this. Yeah. You know, I think that's where movies that's, yeah, that's, really that shine. was a big thing that I remember, like, as a kid, 
I didn't want to ask questions because I felt like I should have known. Yeah. Because everyone around me, all the adults around me knew. Mm. And so it just felt like something that I should have known. So I never asked questions. And, you know, I ended up finding out a lot of stuff on my own in some ways that was great. In other ways, Mm -hmm. it was horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of cool. Like, I mean, Sesame Street had kind of been doing that for a while. Like, they tackled death and cancer. And I think they even tackled subject like AIDS and like... Um, like when children have inappropriate behavior with adults, stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. they went so far as to make uh, Snuffle Up, I guess, like a full-on character because they didn't want kids to feel like they couldn't tell adults in their life like things that had happened to them. And mm-hmm. they so like Big Bird was keeping Snuffy a secret and they're like, oh, we need to change that so kids feel comfortable when they sure. need to talk to adults. And like... So it's cool that there are, there's more stuff happening now, and it's not just like, here's Bugs Bunny hitting a, a <laughs> right. dude with a hammer. It's, it's not just visual right. gags and humor. Which like is which is fine. Like I love yeah. Looney Tunes. I still to this day love Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it like if kids are gonna be you know in front of a screen, which they are. Right. I mean, their future is screens. They're gonna be working on yep. computers and whatever. Um. It's it's cool that you know Pixar is finally getting into that space i think yeah well it's like i said this one was just kind of more on the nose because that's katie was like i'm surprised they they got they kind of address things differently and i'm like well let's be honest though the second movie that they made was about how the workforce is able to rise up over the uh (laughs) like the capitalist (laughs) empire and how they have the power (laughs) with a bug's life right like circus bugs beat out the the corporate grasshopper right like all the working ants like realize that they can just override the government they they essentially toppled the capitalist machine so yeah they they've never strayed from topics that are like pretty intense for kids but they they've always done it in a way that like kids just they're not even going to think of that right it's just gonna yeah it's just gonna teach them without actually them knowing it which is right good when used correctly and scary when not (laughs) but anyways okay that was a real tangent i feel like you were about to start something get into something here all right i got a little bit of a topic list here to go back to uh, an older format all right yep um so uh a goodbye party beer in the wall we've got uh i don't think hannah's hands are okay (laughs) um i tripped and fell a couple weeks ago and it was terrifying (laughs) and then i have a new most hated internet trend that has been popping up okay (laughs) okay Uh, I I want I need to hear about this trip and falling because that sounds like something a talking point from my ninety year old grandma. <laughs> okay, so a uh, couple weeks ago we were dog sitting for my brother in law. They got a German Shepherd puppy that's like six months old, so right. it's roughly the size of a horse with the uh, physical capabilities of an infant. Mm-hmm. And I was moving a cooler from outside to our our like kitchen entry or whatever and as i was walking my legs got tangled up in the dog oh, and i man. just ate it oh man but i ate it like at the top of our stairs so like i hit like i slammed into the door jam with my elbow and i slammed my knee on the ground and it hurt but 
like the pain went away, but I was shocked at how much the fear of the fall stuck with me. Ooh. Like, I like I started going down, and I was like, "Well, this is how I break my first arm bone." Like, I was like, "I like I'm frail. I'm something's bad's gonna happen to me." And so, like, I still like the bruise on my arm just went away. Oh. Like, I had a big yellow bruise on my arm for a while, and like my legs are still bruised up. But it was just like it was one of those things where it's just like ten years ago, I would have just popped up and been like, "Ow, fuck, that hurt." Yeah, I literally was just like. I was kind of shook over it for like a couple of days. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's dude, falling really is scary of yeah. what uh I mean at any age. It's it is just I think kids it's probably like the the drunk driver how they right. survive cuz they just don't they go boneless. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like that for kids of why yeah. they don't. I don't know that they're necessarily physically tough or anything cuz there's just so much that like you hit your head, you can die. Yeah. You know, like falling off of a step stool, slipping in the shower. I mean, that's Bob Saget. Yeah. Like you. I've literally seen my kid smoke his head on our marble countertop. Yeah. And like, he just like looks at me and he's like, I'm okay. And then he just takes off running again. And I'm like, (laughs) if I did that, game over. Yep. At at best, I'm a vegetable. Oh man. It's probably ever, why kids are so chubby. It's all that extra padding to keep their shit in place. It's just like natural yeah. natural padding. Right. And then as we get older and and you know yeah. want to have desirable bodies, we lose all that weight and make ourselves weaker. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you ever do turn into a vegetable anytime soon, I'm gonna record a farewell episode and I'm gonna mic you up and you're just gonna, you're hear, gonna the hear my beep, Yeah, and beep, my breathing. And or, I mean, let's, if I'm a vegetable, you're going to hear the machine going, <laughs> and I'm going to be sitting there bawling, reliving the glory days. But like, wasn't that so fun, Josh? You have to promise me to end the episode by pulling the plug. <laughs> just, beep, and then it just slowly fades. Yeah. Out. Make sure my wife and kids are there, too, just so, like, they, like, can say goodbye, I guess. Yeah. But. I mean, I'll let them, I'll let them say goodbye, but it's. There's no getting around it. Like, I'm going to ruin the moment. I'm going to be in there with microphones. like <laughs> Recording your death for, for entertainment. For God, I hope it isn't episode 20. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, actually, you know what we should do? Uh, stick with the old tried and true. We got... Wife questions. questions. All right. I think my wife sent them this week, which has me kind of scared. Okay. (laughs) Damn it. I accidentally saw them both, but here's the first one. Okay. What song can you not unhear? Oh. Get ready for some earworms, people. We're going to drop some songs and you're going to be thinking about them all week long. (laughs) That's. I thought you could you have a career in radio. Hey, this microphone's bringing something out. It's, yeah, um, <laughs> Gummy Bear, that Gummy Bear song. I don't I don't know what language it's in, but like the chorus is like I'm a gummy bear, I'm a gummy bear. Somebody introduced my son to that song, and now he requests it. Oh man! And like so, like the chorus is Gummy Bear, and then the the verses are like. Bling blong, skibaloo, bop, bop, and I'm like, <laughs> and I think it's Russian. 
that they're like singing the other words in, but it's just like a fucking, it's like crazy frog. It's just like, ah, uh, this is a nonsense song. <laughs> yeah. that probably like sold bajillions worth of dollars in other countries. But in America, it's just like a novelty song that kids punish their parents with. Uh, I've got a great one because this is genuinely has been stuck in my head since the story I'm about to tell. Okay. Cause I was thinking, I was like, I mean, any, so many, so many songs, sure. you, any, like, um, um, uh, just a guilty pleasure of mm-hmm. just pop music, top yeah. 40. Yeah. Like I love it all. Yeah. I have one. Cause then I was like, well, Oh, I do get like show theme songs stuck in my head. A oh lot. yeah. And then it clicked. I have literally had this stuck in my head. Okay. Um, the final season of Game of Thrones, episode one, uh-huh. final season. You guys had a little party. Yeah. Um, had a bunch of people over. Mm-hmm. And the theme song starts and it's the. And Troy starts singing. The South Park version? Giant wieners, wiener, wieners. One wiener next to another wiener. Floppy wiener. It's a wiener. Yeah. Literally get that stuck in my head. That was. What two years ago now? Three years? Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. Wieners stuck in my head. That those South Park episodes are some of my favorite. Yeah, and that's another uh anything that they do, any song that they do yeah. somehow well, the bully song. <laughs> like, let's, yeah, all let's all get, get together. Make bullying kill itself. Make that's bullying kill itself. That's so another, good. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime anyone's being rude, that's playing in my head. When Cartman becomes a Christian music artist. <laughs> the the wieners one that got stuck in my head because like game of thrones was such a big thing Mm -hmm. and i lived with a group of guys and we all watched it together and because of that south park episode we all sang that (laughs) every week right and then when we would rewatch the different seasons like we'd binge it for (laughs) weeks on end right and so like literally every time so yeah (laughs) that that is one that i'll never forget yeah well now it's Fresh in the mind for yeah, you there. So. All, <laughs> yeah. all right. And that's what we got. Um, now get ready for the sads. Oh, no. What dream have you given up on? Oh, I've, uh, yeah. I've <laughs> given up on a few. I wanted to be a paleontologist when I was five. <laughs> I held on to that one a lot longer than most kids. Um. I'm not drawing comic books like I thought I would be. Yeah. I'll never be an actor. Yeah. I mean, that's there's a lot of stuff like that where it's just, I think, as most kids, you're like, I'm going to be famous. Right. I'm going to be like in the movies. Right. Or a musician or whatever yeah. one it, but you're going to be, you're going to make it in one of those yeah. on that level. Like, I probably figured I'd be the next Brad Pitt. Yeah. By this point in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I shed a, I shed a real tear when I hit 30. Cause I was like, well, there it goes. <laughs> the Forbes 30 under 30. I never attained it. <laughs> I never, I Fuck never my life. Forbes 30 under 30. Well, shit. Is there like a 50 under 50 that they do? I don't know. It's not as That's cool. less impressive. It's not honestly. as cool. It's like, oh, you've had a good chunk of your life to work at something. <laughs> good job, <laughs> I guess. You made it in the... <laughs> In the average median time that most people do. <laughs> yeah. I think I think just the Forbes list is and is next. That's that's all that there was. Yeah. 
I don't know. There's nothing too specific. I mean, there's a lot of just kind of life relentlessly hitting you with adulthood and you kind of realizing like some dreams are just that. Yeah. Some dreams are just that some, you know, life's going to be, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that moment of like life when it hits you of, uh, you know, this might be it. Yeah. Like I might just be a husband and a dad and have a, just normal random job that doesn't do anything yeah and that could be right it yeah like i feel like most people feel like they're destined for something greater i feel like that's just like inherent in Mm -hmm. in the human experience Mm -hmm. um like and there are some dreams that i'm still going after in various levels of uh um like at various levels of intensity like well i think we both kind of hit that moment i don't know how long ago but you and i both kind of came to that same realization of like hey like we've got to pursue what we really want out of life and start doing the fun side of things you know success kind of be damned right like let's just let's just like this podcast is a perfect example like we're doing this because it's something fun we want to do mm-hmm and it gives us an excuse to hang out and shoot the shit and kind of reminisce. Yeah. And I mean, we said this, I think first episode, even if this is just an archive of all of our like crazy shit and conversations with our buddies, yeah. like if we get to the end of year one and we have our friend group is the only group of listeners, I'm still going to be like, dang, like yeah. that was a sick year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't yeah. we dedicate time to do this because Definitely. this was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think we, I mean, at least I did. It kind of hit that wall of just like adulthood hit fast and furious mm-hmm. one day. And then there was just like a real dark cloud for a while of <laughs> like accepting that. Right. Right. And then you go through those stages and then you're like, no, like I'm going to do something. Even if it, you know, doesn't lead to something like I'm still going to do what I like. I need to find a way to do what I want. And why? And I feel like those realizations help you prioritize things. Like when I have that realization, I was probably, I was probably 32, 30. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, thinking like, all right, like maybe I'm not going to be the person running a company. Maybe I'm not like, right. Maybe I just need to be good at the job I'm doing right now and see what happens. I think my shift too was I, you look at that stuff as success, right? You know? So I think I kind of hit a a moment of like, well, what I, I heard that question of like, how do you gauge success? Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, there isn't a, definitive answer to that right like everyone has their own version of that right and then i kind of was like well i guess my success is just you know being financially secure Mm -hmm. and doing things that are fulfilling to me and my family right and being able to create and have a fun life Mm -hmm. and then as soon as that hit then it was like well yeah let's just make this like let's record a podcast let's start some other projects let's do these things and that that's success to me you know whether whether it is a success metrically yeah 
that like that's just added right like that's that's kind of the mindset i had when i started writing a book like it was like this i don't i don't have any illusions that my book will ever be published by anyone but me Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. if if this book ever gets read by anybody else uh it'll be because i self-published it and somebody found it on amazon (laughs) um you know i've i've been how long i've Two years I've been writing this fucking thing. Yeah. And I have four chapters done. You're right. It's supposed to be a novel. So, I mean, 50 more to go. Yeah. And that was another talk we had of just uh, the work that goes into things. You know, that's another. When I was telling you about, um, I think we were specifically talking about writing something and we we're like, you and I wanted to write that horror short yeah. story well yeah that's i mean, I mean writing still should but writing stuff is another thing where i'm like that's i would love to do and, and yeah. want to yeah. um and and we just kind of i heard it somewhere maybe read it and was telling you what really clicked of like hey in order to write you know say x amount of pages you would need to write x amount of time a day or x mm-hmm. amount of words a day mm-hmm. and then when you look at that you know that's when that kind of life kicks you moment of yeah. okay wait realistically i've only got half of that time to do that in right a day. right and you start to look at how much goes into making something like that right. let Even alone if I wrote multiple an, right if i wrote an hour a day every day it would still take me four times longer right than most because you sit and think you're like oh well, let's you know i want to have a podcast i want to write a novel i want to start a company i want to do this yeah. but then once you're like you look at those as all obtainable things right. and they are but then you look at okay wait realistically how much time in a day do i have to dedicate right. it right. to those and then yeah then the, the, kind that's of a young it's like wait <laughs> well it's 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 great because it's kind of like a young single man's game yeah a young single yep. person's yep. game and then every responsibility you add into your life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. chips away at that. And so, like, achieving your 10,000 hours, yep. like, you end up having to spread that 10,000 hours over much more time. Right. Because, like, I can't just neglect my wife and kids right. to write. Right. I can't just neglect my wife and kids to you know, figure out how to make this podcast, you know, a source of income. Like I, right. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I still have a job. That I, have <laughs> right. to do. I still have like, you know, a kid to raise and a pregnant wife to take care of. Like, right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I don't know how to move on from this kind of, thanks for really just, <laughs> I'm glad I, for you, you started bringing up the topics and I was like, oh, maybe we should close out with the questions today. I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, because that would have been a real downer. (laughs) We're just questioning our mortality over here, babe. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, I have, real quick before we get into other talking points, I have this uh, fake conversation that I read that I was literally laughing out loud really hard about. Uh, So it's just two people talking. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello, do you have a minute to talk about Dracula? Dracula? Yes. Your vampires? Yeah, we have pamphlets. <laughs> vampires have missionaries? Oh, where else would new vampires come from? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I assumed you bit people. There's many hurtful stereotypes. May we come in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. That's good. That person's dead. (laughs) 
That's good. I like that. For those that don't know, one of the laws of vampire lore is they have to be invited in. If you don't invite them in, they can't come into your home. Yeah. So kind of a kind of a a humorous dark joke because that person theoretically just got murdered. And we just explained a joke (laughs) that we did not write to people that we may or may not know. You are welcome. Welcome to the Reed and Josh Survive the Apocalypse show. Yeah, we didn't say the title at the beginning of this one, I don't think. We just said episode Episode 10. 10. I mean, we're celebrating miles. This is like when you play a video game and the title screen doesn't come for like two hours into the game. (laughs) That's what just (laughs) happened in this podcast. That is what happened. Um, Okay. So, I don't think my wife's hands are okay. Yes, that was my next one because I'm curious. And I... My wife breaks a lot of stuff, not because she's like throwing it or hitting Just it too hard. She's so mad all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a real piece of shit husband. Um, but she like drops stuff. And I think, so my wife's not a very patient person. Like, like she, she's always trying to get to the next thing, like get to the yeah, thing yeah, she yeah. wants to do. So okay. like if she pours a glass of water, she's trying to get to the point where she gets to drink it. Yep. And I think she forgets about the part where she has to grab it. Steps get lost yeah, along the way. Because there have been numerous times where she'll just like grab a cup off of the counter and then it's just broken on the floor. <laughs> and it's almost like like she just batted it off the counter like those cats do. Like yeah. didn't even bother closing her fingers. Just tried to like palm it like a basketball. <laughs> and like we there were times when we were dating where we'd be walking to like my car in a parking lot and she'd be holding her phone in her hand and then all of a sudden the phone would just be like 20 feet away from us because she just threw it <laughs> and so when the day we were going to record or the day we recorded with with peter um hannah had reheated a cup of coffee okay and she grabbed it out of the microwave and like so, and our microwave, like the way our kitchen's laid out, it's at the top of our stairs that go to not, down into the basement uh, above our stove. And she grabbed it out of the microwave. And then the next thing I hear is, oh, no, I messed up. <laughs> and there's coffee running down both walls of our stairwell oh, no. and all over the carpet. And I'm just like, How? <laughs> Because you had to close a microwave door in this process. Right. But coffee cups have little hooks on them that you stick your fingers in. So it's not even like you can. It just to paint the, a, a further picture is the microwave isn't like directly above the stairs. Like there's kind of a corner. Right. Like it didn't just. There's, so there was uh, something of a process. Multiple that actions right. had to take place to all, for all this to get put together. So I'm just, first of all, I'm blown away. And uh, so I go get the carpet cleaner and I come back out. And Hannah is Swiffer wet jetting the walls <laughs> instead of just like grabbing paper towels and like some Lysol spray. She thinks I'm grab the Swiffer wet jet. <laughs> so she's standing in the wet carpet, pushing it down into the patio <laughs> and just Swiffering the walls. And I'm just, just like, panic cleaning. What are you doing? She's like, I'm pregnant. This is a good idea. <laughs> And I was like, I don't think so. I don't know what that wet jet stuff is made of. It could be stripping the paint off our walls. Like, what are you doing? It's just like squeegee blank marks yeah, on the wall like, next. Who, who swiffers a wall? Oh, man. 
I mean, she threw, it was basically a full cup of coffee. And it was it's not like black coffee. It's like coffee with a decent amount of cream in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. it's just sticky. Uh, like our stairwell smelled great yeah, for about two days. And then it started to smell real sour. sour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I just don't think my wife's hands are okay. Like something, there's, there's like a signal that's being missed when it's sent from her brain to like yeah it's close like she's hands just so focused on the final moment of the task that it like overrides some of that the that has to be it because like she also doesn't shut doors or drawers <laughs> i don't think she she uh fully lets moments land yeah. even the small ones right. like you know like i won't be surprised if one day she comes home and there's like a, a gas pump and hose stuck to the end of her car <laughs> Like, I would not be surprised. She's like, all right, gas is in my car. I gotta it's go. It's done. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, like, overly paranoid about that happening to mm-hmm. me. I've never been forgetful of that, but I I saw somebody drive away and saw the gas leak that happened, and I was like, not to me. Yeah, no, I, to me. I usually stand out, like, unless it's, like, super cold, I just stand by it the entire time. Yeah. Because I like I literally don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Uh my wife is ha- has no proper hands solely for her phone. Mhm. She drops her phone so much. I remember her having a lot of like dings and cracks and I think she's only ever had one cracked screen, mm-hmm. which is amazing for how like I'm talking daily. Hannah we'll had to have something multiple and all screens sudden... replaced on her 5C. Oh, man. Yeah, that thing was already a piece of shit. And then she's putting in, like, bootleg screens. It didn't work <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> we'll just be doing nothing. And all of a sudden, here, <laughs> And it's her phone just tumbling across the floor. And every time, she just stops and slowly looks back at me. <laughs> like... I'm sorry. I know this one's very expensive, but... She just, every time, and she's like, I don't know what happens. Yeah. It's kind of weird how similar our wives are in certain areas. It really is. Like, they're they're very different people in terms of, like, interests and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. my wife doesn't speak Korean to random strangers right. at, you know, Asian grocery stores or whatever. Yeah. But, like, um, but, like, yeah, they're just, they're both... They're both weird about the same shit. Yeah. It's it's kind of strange. Yeah. And and they're so synced up on those yeah. that they become it's like Power Rangers converting into the big robot. Yeah. Yeah. And it it's really Katie It's, it's at- kind of not fun when we're all <laughs> hanging out and they're just shitting on us with such efficiency. <laughs> I know that yeah. Katie today, she was like, When are Hannah and I gonna come on? And I was like, I don't know. We really gotta work on our like we gotta be on top of our speaking skills. We gotta have we topics to, ready to, to go. We need to make sure our fan base is behind <laughs> yeah, us. We need, to, we need to win people over first. This could quickly turn into everybody just hating reading Josh because Hannah and Katie put out all of our dirty laundry. Yeah. So it's coming one day. But yeah. Not today. We're we're going out to dinner next weekend. Maybe we'll do. Yeah, maybe we'll test maybe, the waters. Yeah, we'll we'll see. see how that goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, man, I'm excited for this dinner though. This has been a long time coming. Yeah, we had one <laughs> scheduled, and then Reed's daughter selfishly decided to start vomiting. Oh, 
kids. Uh, yeah, I mean, this isn't necessarily an evergreen topic, but uh, for some reason in the state of Minnesota, uh, in the early winter season of 2022, all children everywhere got the flu and then gave it to their parents. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't even Minnesota. I have, I'm the place I work for them is based out of uh, Texas and my coworkers that same week, I was like, yeah, my kids are homesick with the mm-hmm. blue stomach flu. And they're like mine too. Like yeah. it was national. Yeah. It's, it's just wild. Like, like uh, our nanny's kid had it. And then the the kid wasn't sick for like two or three days and mm-hmm. then carlisle came home one day and like it was like right before bed he was standing over by our like tv stand or whatever and the drawer was open for some reason and he just looks at me and he goes oh and then just throws up in the drawer <laughs> that had just like a bunch of like dvds it had like oh. an eye like a, a amazon fire tablet in it <clears throat> right like it was it was full of stuff that, and I was just like, look, babe, this Pride and Prejudice DVD, not even a Blu-ray, it's Pride and Prejudice DVD, I'm throwing it out, I'll buy it for you on Prime. It's, it's the whole drawer is going in the trash. I didn't know that my wife's absolute favorite movie of all time was Pride and Prejudice. She always told me it was The Mummy. <laughs> Those are very different movies. Yeah. I mean, I like The Mummy yeah. and, and The Mummy Returns, both great. Yep. Scorpion King, not good. Um. And neither was like that third mummy movie, like Dragon Tomb or whatever. I don't know. <clears throat> gently in it. I haven't seen those in a long time. The first, so it, the they, first I two was, mummies are great. I, I mean, they're all in my mind of what I think of them when they were all awesome. But yeah. I, I haven't seen them since like around when they came out. But like she, lately, she's been watching like just Pride and Prejudice. Like if I'm not in the room, she'll turn on the TV and start watching Pride and Prejudice. Mm. And I've never seen it all the way through. Like, I think I get the gist of what it's about. Mm -hmm. But every time I watch it, I'm literally like, I have absolutely no fucking interest in this at all. (laughs) It's just a bunch of women trying to get married. Right. And one in particular who's being fussy about a guy whose name I think is Darcy. Mr. Darcy. Mr. Okay. Mr. Darcy. It's a last name, apparently. Yep. Um. And she, the, like the whole thing is just like a real proper will they won't they, mm-hmm. and I think in the end they don't like did they not? I don't know. I don't fucking remember. Like I all I know is she's like, will you ever watch this with me? And I'm like, ah oh, shit. Like that was. I haven't seen it all the way through. I don't know how it ends. That was one. That's courtney's all-time favorite i think they're just like in the rain crying at each other like that's how what i remember but i don't know what. i think my okay so this is gonna be great for people that know it they're gonna be just like screaming at listening because we're <laughs> it's like when something tells me our fan base doesn't know a lot of pride and prejudice <laughs> i don't know steven's probably just punching the air right now <laughs> it's like no darcy and what's her nuts end up together you idiots <laughs> sorry steve uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think they do. I think they end up together, but I know. that's, that was Courtney's favorite movie. It was on all the time when Katie and I first started dating and mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of it throughout then. Kira Knightley's got a lot of teeth in her mouth, like <laughs> Julia Roberts amount of teeth. <laughs> and then it's Katie will watch it. People like, it'll be on all the time. Yeah. And I have seen the middle. 
I've seen like the middle. Yeah, I don't know how it starts, and I definitely don't remember how it ends. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't yeah. think I've seen the end. I know there's like a, they go to like a vacation home at one point. All the rooms are very poorly lit because it's like Europe in the 1800s or something. I don't know. <laughs> this this conversation is really getting away from Donald Sutherland's in it. <laughs> he is, I guess he is. I saw that, and then um, a real freaky like ladies synced up moment was Katie watched that like two or three weeks ago and then Courtney came over and she was like so I watched Pride and Prejudice last Saturday and Katie was like me too <sighs> they watched it they might have started it at the exact minute and they didn't speak to each other that, that's Ooh. weird because anytime I watch a movie that you and I are both fans of I'm like hey buddy I'm watching this again mm-hmm. remember that one time uh, the new DuckTales started mm-hmm. and we lived in different states at the time yep. and I was like <laughs> three two one press play (laughs) (laughs) my wife made so much fun of me i think that's when my wife realized that that you and i had a different relationship (laughs) and we were laughing so hard and just texting each other through like the hour-long opening of a kid's show (laughs) dress like the dress for the job you want not the job you have which is no job Uh, oh show. my gosh that new ducktales i've we've mentioned it on the yeah. show before but it is legit the it's greatest kids show yeah, ever made it really is oh um i had something that is begging to be recorded on podcast okay here all right and that is the great craigslist war oh man I was looking for something online. I forgot about this. I knew we were going to talk about it eventually, but yeah. I, I forgot about this. I was looking for something online, and it, it all came back to me. So this was probably 2000. Like It, it was still in the aughts. It was like probably 08, yeah, 07, something like that. Say. Yeah, uh, we, we all pranked each other in our friend group a lot. Pretty regularly, yeah. Um, whether that was like through any means necessary, yeah. whether that was like TPing or framing people for other things mm-hmm. or prank calls. I used and... to pee uh, Tree's brother's names in the snow. Classic. And his, their, the perfect their dad, Jerry, would get really mad. <laughs> At the, at the name and then they'd be like it wasn't me and then he'd always find me like stop peeing in my snow <laughs> the perfect crime the perfect crime um and i you see stuff on like craigslist classifieds all the time so i thought it'd be funny to set up a prank through that one day and i made an ad yeah. that i had like a dozen chickens that i needed to get rid of and that they were free well but you the flavor text was like they were trying to take over the world like you really dressed it up like these were evil chickens that you <laughs> needed to get rid of right like the, yeah the, they were yeah they were they were nuisances on yeah. a high level yeah needed to go for free like first first come first serve yeah. get these chickens out of here and then i just dropped your number in there and yes, that was you it did. didn't text you didn't do anything nope uh, and then I don't know. How did you even, you ended up piecing together. It was me. I don't remember how. I, I don't remember how I pieced it together. I just remember the first phone call I got. <laughs> so every phone call I got was a very thick accent <laughs> and they were all asking about the chickens and I'm just like, I don't, 
like, sorry, no, I'm I'm not selling chickens. You have the wrong number. And I I before I started to realize that maybe somebody had like is fucking with me, I probably received 25 phone calls. And I answered most of them. Oh my god. And I just remember being like flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm like, why? Like, because like one wrong number asking for chickens, it's like, okay, they hit the, like, you know, sure. they hit a seven instead of a four or whatever. Right. But, uh, I, w- I mean, I, I was just like, why are, why is everyone trying to get chickens from me? And I, yeah, I don't remember how it was, how it got connected to you, but I remember just being like, I got to get this dude back. Cause yeah. I ended up getting probably close to 200 phone calls. <laughs> of just like, it, it, it worked out better than I ever could have hoped. Cause I'm like, I hope anyone does. I hope anyone calls. I mean, there's a, uh, Minnesota has a very uh, thriving immigrant community that all wanted chickens uh, yeah, <laughs> from me. And I had no chickens. I mean, they thought they hit the jackpot. A dozen chickens. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, for free. And then, you know, so really, Reed, you racist son of a bitch. You really, you really hurt some people with this joke. Uh, but then, so in retaliation, I wrote out this whole story. Because at the time, I would say Reed's prized possession was his Xbox 360. Yep. Uh, and so I then in turn made a Craigslist ad saying like, you know, Reed was recently married. He, his wife hated that he played video games. So he had to get rid of a television and Xbox and all this stuff. And I put like, it was either free or ridiculously low price. It was really cheap. Yeah. And so, and then I put Reed's number in that. And then I think you changed your voicemail to. No. (laughs) Okay. So then what I did, I got. The first call right away, I was like, all right, he figured out it was me and mm-hmm. set up another one. So what I started doing was, because you you said it was like 50 bucks. Yeah. It was like my Xbox controllers and all my whole games, game list. Yeah. So what I started doing was acting completely serious. And I was I was like, okay, yeah. So this is actually my friend is getting rid of this. He wanted, he knew there'd be a lot of calls. He wanted me to screen just like serious buyers. So is this something you're actually interested in doing? And he'd be like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, here's his numbers. <laughs> you yeah. So I'm getting phone calls for chickens <laughs> and Xbox sale. And I was just like, it's one of those moments where you know you've been best and you're just like, oh. And like, I was like, all right, dude, just call it off. Like, I'll delete my post. You delete yours. Like, please stop. Oh, man. I, I, that's one of those stories that I tell people like strangers yeah. that are like, what's one of the funniest things that ever happened to you? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got a story for you. It's, it, it was so perfect because it was like the, the chickens are just weird enough. Yeah. And it ended up just we, happening. Just weird enough, click. but also desirable. Right. Enough. Right. And it just clicked a, a perfect like demographic of mm-hmm. people that apparently were looking for that. Like you, your phone blew up. Yeah. And then. Well, and this was like, you know what? 13 years ago, 14 yeah. years ago. If you would do that now, do you want to know the, the people who would be calling me? White women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. White women just want chickens <laughs> yep. so bad right now. Yep. <clears throat> yep. I, I, 
we're going to get phone calls soon. One of someone's going to hear this and just test out the waters and yep. see. But, so you guys still sitting on them chickens? <laughs> I should have looked. I bet I still have. Because when you like remove posts on Craigslist, yeah. it still shows it. I yeah. should have I looked and saw what the text I used oh, for that. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. It was like my most successful prank because of how the yeah. volume of calls and then just the perfect story to loop people back to you on yeah. your retaliation. Yeah, that that was definitely <laughs> most most successful prank. I think mine was when Tree and I stole your Xbox and your TV. Yeah. So it was the was the, the night Halo Reach came out. Yep, and it was me and your brother went to the midnight. Yeah. We went to the midnight at GameStop mm-hmm. uh, to wait in line yep. and get it at midnight. Yep, and so Tree and I were like, "Let's get this son of a bitch." And so we went to his house. I think we let your your mom was in on it. Someone was, yeah. Yeah, and we took Reed's Xbox 360, the TV that it was hooked up to, all of it. Like we just took it all yeah and then we brought it to the barn yep and so like you know we had it we get it all set up in the barn and the idea was you know we we take it reads bummed we tell him to come out to the barn and then we just set it up and play yeah in the barn yep yeah yeah that's pretty much what i mean we got that was another really good prank because it it like hits hard but then mm. there's like a satisfying it's a good payoff all, at right? the end because yeah. then it ended up being like just to set the scene like halo was life to me at that era yeah i mean you bought the the edition that had like the statue I got a, in yeah, it. It yeah. 200 dollar version um i got you know i halo non-stop yeah. and halo midnight releases like were just like national holidays and the biggest events of the year and then to come home and all of my stuff <laughs> is gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, was the, I was just fuming. And I don't remember what happened, but we, we, I ended up, like, texting. I think I just, like, text everyone that it could have possibly been. And I was like, <clears throat> this better be somewhere in my house. Well, no, because I feel like we got your mom die. in on it and made her, like, tell you your shit was stolen. It's a, I literally, I remember getting home and seeing my stuff gone and Mm -hmm. my next, (laughs) my next memory is being at the barn. Like, I don't remember, I think I like just blanked out. You just like saw red. just saw red. And, uh, yeah, then we got to the barn and I was like, they're gonna, it's gonna be hidden or there's gonna be more to it. No, and it was just like set up. And it was set up ready to go. And then it was like, (gasps) oh, like game time with the whole group of friends. Yep. Then it ended up being awesome. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah, a good that time. Was another another successful one. Let's let's take a quick TO because I have to pee so bad. Perfect. Um, this episode is brought to you by Ty. <laughs> yep. Hooked us up yep. with some gear. Uh he told us he had some stuff, and that really just pushed us over the edge to actually get some some mics and whatnot. Yeah. And it's kind of like it took Ty probably, I think we were probably on episode five or six before he got in yeah. on it. And then now he's like, like when we were, we weren't able to get it out uh, on, on our usual day this, this time, just cause 
apparently when you have three drunk people recording, it's <laughs> so an awful to lot more to edit, it turns out. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it was... And also double your uh, length of episode. Yeah, that's true. We, yeah, we went very, very long. Um, but yeah, he, he texted us and was like, Come on, guys! I need a release. Like, I need, I need another episode. <laughs> need another. That's going back to just like the success of this. Yeah, this has been so fun because yeah, none of our friends started listening to this on day one, right? And it was just like, well, I guess uh, that's pretty sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Considering this podcast is about it's all about, the shit we did it's with basically them, basically a, a monument to our friendship. Yeah, and then one day everybody in the whole group started listening, and it became like I'm like, if this is all it ever is, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just the fact they're like listening and laughing along, and I'm kind of excited to get like now that I think some people were kind of hesitant at the idea about coming on. Yeah. And I feel like now that like we've had Pete on and we didn't make him look like a complete asshole. Yeah. I think people will be a little bit more comfortable. I think so. I'm going to pull in a guest right now out of their will. Oh, boy. Let's see if this works. Who are you calling? I'm calling Chad. Your call has been oh, right the voicemail. Voice wow. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hooch. It's Reed, live from the pod. Uh, you were going to be our first uh, call-in guest, and you fucking blew it. Send us to voicemail, you dick. Send us straight to voicemail. Actually, you just didn't answer. You probably... Probably uh, braving the cold out in the ice shack fishing right now. Yeah, you could be bringing us some crappies or something. Yep. Uh, so, hate to say it, I'm not going to bleep out your number. That's going to be on the voicemail. <laughs> You're going to get some calls from like so, Massachusetts and Indiana and shit. This is what happens. Love you, bye. Uh, <laughs> so he lives right next to Ty. Yeah. So I swung over to Ty's to grab some some gear. This this little recording device that he oh so lovingly lent us, mm-hmm. and so Chad lives literally next door. And I was gonna swing over and say what's up and check out the new place, but I left a bunch of stuff at my house that I had to run back for. So instead of even mentioning that I was in the neighborhood, I just took a picture of his house from the street and texted to him <laughs> once I was already home. <laughs> Your furniture looks straight from the street. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm excited to get Chad on because he's got one of those laughs where he it's it's more of a giggle. Yeah, he's and got, it's really he's got a great laugh. I'm, yeah. That's my if we can get people la- like I I am a victim to contagious laughter. Yes, if 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 people are laughing, I'm laughing. I don't I care think, how funny it is. I think that's why you and I became best friends because <laughs> when people laugh at my jokes, I love them more. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, I had a really funny moment with my daughter of her having to come to a tough realization that I think you and I really relate to. Okay. With. All right. Let's hear it. We were watching um, 
she wanted to just sit and watch YouTube with me one day. Mm-hmm. And she we were watching this Mr. Beast video. He's one of the biggest yep, YouTubers. Yep. Mr. He's, Beast. He's pretty famous for like he was just on Joe Rogan recently. Like giving yeah. away Teslas and he's also got like just looking at him, I would not want to hang out with him. I, I don't know. He does like the kids love it. He'll do like competitions where yeah. he'll rent out a, a warehouse. Yeah. And they'll draw a circle. And first one to tap out loses. But whoever wins, there's like literally a glass box of like $10 million in it, or like a yeah. million dollars. Yeah. And it's just he looks like a doofus. And then He's as like it 24 goes on, with a goatee. Right. <laughs> right. And then as the time goes on, like they start to spray paint it smaller and yeah. smaller yeah. and trying to make it more difficult to do talent. Like it's interesting and fun to watch. Yeah. They, they rented out a racetrack and played tag. For like a million dollars or like a, a McLaren. So they just like crazy. ran around the racetrack? Yeah. The, like on foot? The entire stadium was fair game to play tag. That sounds exhausting. Yeah. I'd rather play tag in a small room than a big room. Yeah. It did look exhausting. But so we're sitting and she's like, mm-hmm. oh, click this one. And I'm like, yep. Area 51 visit. Oh, yeah. They drive out to the desert. They get as close as they can. Yeah. And, uh, like they get to the warning signs and it's like you get further you will be shot they can see like there's cameras lights turn on and this was before like what was it a couple years ago when it was like the everyone meet up at area 51 yeah, yeah, they yeah. can't stop us all. right right this is a couple months before that they so, could stop you all <laughs> so they have that, probably unlimited bullets probably how funny would it have been if there was enough people to actually storm it and they just ran into an invisible force field. <laughs> like that, alien that vaporized them. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, the truth would be out after that yep. point. Yep. You can't really cover up a bunch of people disappearing because of an invisible wall. So they have like lights are watching, like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. All this is new to Caroline, right? She doesn't know anything oh. about. So <laughs> she's like, what's Area 51? And I'm like, well, it's it's a. Potentially like an we're keeping alien corpses. <laughs> I was like, it's an airport where they test like super crazy secret things like but the rumor is alien technology they have aliens there and she's like uh aliens are real i was like i don't know that's the question that's the mystery and if so that's where they're at yeah and she's like okay well i'm watching a video where people brought to break in to this place so buckle up dad like She gets, she's in. Yeah. She is so psyched and she's yeah. glued to the TV. She's like, <laughs> so she starts asking like the conspiracy theory, like the first question. Mm-hmm. She's like, so what's Area 51? You know, and her interest is so sparked. And she's like, oh my word. Like this just is out there in the desert? <laughs> Why aren't more people talking about this? Item nine exists. <laughs> Item nine exists. <laughs> then she's like, she's quiet for a while. <laughs> she's like, dad. Is the government bad? <laughs> Parts of it are, sweetie. Yes, Parts of it are. Well, I had to like try and like give a serious answer to kind of explain the government, but also just kind of. I'm going to start putting together one. a list of conspiracy theories <laughs> of, that I want to introduce to Caroline. Also, shows she's going to love the X Files. Oh my gosh. Uh, so they're, they're sitting there and they keep, they're just trying to find as close as they can get. Mm-hmm. Um, and they find like a big hill, like a, a small mountain. 
and they climb up this thing. and they Probably get the one up. Bob Lazar was showing off the UFOs to his friends. Probably. You get up, and you can look out and see. It's the mm-hmm. best view you could probably get yeah. You know, in real life with your yeah. own eyes of Area 51. And they're like, well, there it is. Like, There's Area 51. We'll see you next time. This has been Mr. Beast invades Area 51. And it ends. And Caroline sits there for a second, and she goes, that's it? <laughs> And she turns to me and she's like, they didn't even get in. Of course We didn't not. even get any answers. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, welcome to the club. This welcome. is going to be a lifelong yep. question and quest now. <laughs> oh, man. Not to uh, advertise for an already very rich internet personality, <laughs> right. but Mr. Beastburger not bad really it's actually pretty good there's one not too far from here and i've ordered it a couple times when it was just me and carlisle yeah and it's a pretty decent burger the fries aren't anything to write home about but that burger is not bad man dude shout out to these 30 under 30 bitches (laughs) (laughs) you'll never be a part of i mean it's all right reed it's all right we'll be on the 50 under 50 one day We'll be on that list of adults that did things in a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> how, how sad would it be to make that list at 31? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you got a checking account. You deserve to be on the 50 under 50. If, the, if they did like the, uh, what's the, double XL is that what does the freshman rappers every year? Yeah, I think so. They do like Forbes has that and it's like a bunch of old like businessmen and just like 30, 31 year old me with like my thumb up. It's like, <laughs> I moved out of my mom's. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, but no, man. I both just get infuriated but also just can't help but give a slow clap to these like young youtubers like i'm impressed at some like there's there's a couple youtubers that i watch pretty regularly one is uh an australian guy who opens pokemon cards and has like a uh some social um interaction issues (laughs) actually i can't even say that it's just when you watch him open Pokemon cards, you, you get the vibe. Like he's on the spectrum a little bit. <laughs> right. Um, and so like I watch him pretty regularly. And there's this other kid. He's Danish. Okay. His name's Mithy Moo. Okay. And I think he's like 24. And he just plays video games. And he plays all of them. Like, oh. And he's just got like this deep voice with a Danish accent. And... He is so funny. Love it. Like, I don't understand why. But, like, so, like, I have respect for those guys. I have big respect because I know, you know, what it takes to make these, right? Right. They're making these videos. Right. Just literally making and filming these things is a lot of work. Yeah. come up with the ideas. But then the post-production has to be obscene. Yeah. To sit and edit. I think once you make it, you hire Right. Like, I know some of these guys have editors. But to get to that point, you had to do that yourself for sure for a long time. Yeah. And it's it's an insane amount of work. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I'm there's there's a ton where I'm just like, these are so obnoxious, but I can't help but just be like, yeah, more power to you. I'm not going to watch you, but I'm happy for you. Yeah. There are some, though, where I'm just kind of like, I don't like give a shit like there's this like one it's uh 
a brother and sister duo. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you're putting out some real, like, <laughs> we definitely fucked vibes. <laughs> and I like, I'm just like, nah, not into that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to watch you guys like do these weird competitions and your sister's in like a super low cut shirt. And it's just kind of like, this is not a vibe. Like, <laughs> it's don't do this. Oh, but no. somehow they're big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and like, what's wild to me are the people that just get big off of just like random shit. Like, there's one guy who just dip dyes white Air Force Ones and customizes them. Yeah. And I'm like, He's got like a million plus followers, mm -hmm. and all he does is dip dye at white Air Force Ones. And I'm like, dude, like, that's rad. Like, you make some sick ass shoes, and you also make a shit ton of money from people watching you make some sick ass shoes. Yeah, there's there's a there's a market for everything. Yeah, if you just find your thing and do it well. Yeah. And consistently. Yeah. I think you you got something. So this is actually going to lead into a topic that I have. Okay. About a, an internet trend that I think is just so fucking stupid. Okay. <laughs> Lay it on me. All right. So I think the, the dumbest internet trend that exists right now are teenagers pointing up at words. <laughs> And then cutting to <laughs> clips of like well-known facts or total bullshit. Yeah, I know exactly. What it's you're just about. like some kid <clears throat> who's barely got pubic hair, and he's just pointing up at like crazy things you didn't know about the Earth, part forty-five. Yep. And then it cuts to like the Earth has water on it, and you're like, "Yeah, no shit, you moron! <laughs> Did you know the Earth has multiple layers to it?" Yeah, and it's just like. <laughs> or and they're like trying to have like these deep topics and it's just like like here's here's some facts about movies that you didn't know and it's like uh, the filming of batman a guy died from unrelated stuff and it's like okay like <laughs> don't suck so much like that that I, I hate it so every time it pops up i'm just like you gotta be fucking kidding me the one that is really annoying the one that i hate worse that's another like tiktok style trend is it'll be somebody that just is it starts and it's a, it's a cut of them yep and they're just like shaking their head like man this is gonna hit you in the feels type of a face yeah. and shaking their head and then it just plays a clip and it was like why were you there? Right. Why did you put your it, face it play, in this? It plays like a clip of like Goodwill Hunting or whatever. <laughs> right. I mean, even the clips can be great, but it's just like, you know, it could be like yeah. somebody giving somebody a million dollars or something cool mm -hmm. and uplifting, but it's just like, why was your well, face and, a part of it? Like, and the why worst did part you is, you have to be a part of this moment. They don't film a new one for each version <laughs> right, of right. that video that they make. <laughs> it's like, they film it once <laughs> and clip it together. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, I'm just sitting here fuming that chat didn't answer my phone call. Yeah. Now you know how I feel sometimes when I call you. <laughs> call me and I'm in a work meeting. <laughs> it was like 1230 <laughs> on a Thursday. <laughs> that was a pretty great voicemail, though. I, I you, left you, you good. Sounded, you sounded awfully chipper. 
I was. <laughs> I was feeling pretty chipper. I don't oh yeah, I was I think I was driving to Dairy Queen to get lunch. <laughs> no, you were like, I'm going to get something to keep myself awake. And you were like on your Andy, you were like, Yeah, I was sitting at my desk and I found a uh uh Dairy Queen gift card. Yep. And I was like I wonder if there's anything on here. <laughs> and I checked the balance and it was full. And I was like, oh, someone's yes. getting a chicken strip basket. There we go. <laughs> yeah. You start off by saying, you're like, I hope the uh, text to the voicemail transcribes well enough and you can understand all this. Otherwise, I hope you listen. And I'm just, I was laughing. I wish I could have like recorded it because the whole time I listened to the voicemail, it was yeah. just like transcribing voicemail. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> loading it, never even wrote it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to leave some banger voicemails for people. It was back in the day when like text was still like T9 and all that stuff. Yep. And I hated T9. So I would just call people knowing they wouldn't answer and leave long voicemails. <laughs> but this was back when it was like, like uh ring, like not ringtones, but like ringback tones or whatever were super popular. Mm-hmm. And so like people would just have like these super shitty songs picked. Yeah. So every time you call, you would just hear it. That's crazy that that was like, that probably was a multi-billion dollar industry, the ringtones for that couple oh, yeah. years. Yeah, it's wild. blows my mind because now I everybody's got their phone on silent. I've never done, yeah. You are a clown if your phone is on now. Yeah, if your phone and rings. I'm like, I was ahead of the curve because I always, I'm like, oh, my phone's ringing, I gotta shut off immediately. Like, yeah. I hated it. I always had my phone on vibrating. Yeah. And so I totally missed out on that whole era and you know history doesn't lie you're i was just ahead of the game yeah but i I had one we had one friend uh who had a what was that wasn't sublime it was uh uh incubus (laughs) Incubus. she had a ring back tone that was incubus and i just remember not having any solid opinions about Incubus at this point in my life hmm. and hating Incubus because of this ringback tone. Was it crawling in the dark? That's Hoobastank. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jeez. Dang. We haven't even gotten into my <laughs> fake love of Hoobastank. I just goofed big on that d- one. You done goofed. <clears throat> What's Incubus's big song? Or uh, some of their songs? The one that was like... <clears throat> that was big for a while was like the whatever tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, the one time I, I got a, like my first actual cell phone I got, and there was kind of a, I don't remember what it was. I was when you had the of, sliver? Was that your first phone? No, uh, that was my second one, okay. which that was. You had the phone forever, and it was like missing buttons and shit. Yeah. My first one, it was when um, Singular, okay. before at Singular Wireless, yeah. And it was just a little tiny flip phone, mm-hmm. a little silver one. Um, but I had, it was like a Smurf theme song type chiming ringtone. And the one, I was like, all right, this will work. This will be my ringtone. I, I like, I got it and I went to church for a meeting. And I'm walking in and they're like having prayer. And it starts going off. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it was one of those like, your brain just doesn't click. And you're like, hey, that's funny. That's my new ringtone. So, like, somebody else is playing that. <laughs> and I just went for, like, ages. And yeah. Dead, and then I was like, somebody better, like, 
And who, you're like, oh no. Who's the asshole here? <laughs> then it was me. Yeah. I And from that day forward I swore. Always no silent. Yeah. I and then when Lil Wayne was like real G's move in silence like lasagna, I was like, Yeah. That line doesn't make any fucking sense. That's a scissor lyric. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? The G in lasagna is silent. I did not understand that lyric till right <laughs> now. <What? laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is like a. Oh my gosh! This is an epiphany that I, <laughs> I just thought Little Wayne was the idiot. <laughs> Turns out it was me the whole time. I thought that was him having some scissor and I, making I mean, a bad. In your lyric. defense, he's got a few where it's like uh, he's got his wheezy F baby and the F is for what? Like he always, like, yeah. And one of them is and the F is for phenomenal. You know, yeah. So there's, he's got lines like that where so, there yeah, is. Okay. You got a little. The assumption I'll that you, I'll give you a tiny bit of wiggle room. The assumption that he was a little there. stupid is okay <laughs> right, because yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I'm amazed that that didn't click until just now. I feel like a complete fucking moron. <laughs> I dude, I absolutely love that moment though of of getting. That's why, like, I love rap. Yeah, because that happens so much yeah. where you're like i didn't even get that i missed right. that metaphor that's that second meaning to that yep. line yeah the, the double entendre the double entendres or yeah i love that um that's hilarious though wow <laughs> turns out i'm the asshole <laughs> i should stop being surprised at that <laughs> i'm the asshole pretty regularly Jesus. I'm gonna make a, a TikTok just pointing up. Did you know? Did you know? <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the famous Lil Wayne song. <laughs> that should be the first TikTok that we have on our on our Reed and Josh account. Oh, I love it. That's absolutely what that should be. Yep. Oh I've got, yeah. I've got so many. Um, like social media things to incorporate into things like the um we brought up Herman Miller chairs to mm-hmm. beat and I get those ads all the time. Dude, I uh if our phones aren't listening to us then then we've been programmed because there are times where I will talk about shit and then get an email being like have you thought about buying this? And I'm like, well, I about five minutes ago, yeah. <laughs> right. So what do we got? <laughs> right. Um, what was up with that? Was a butt plug that I sent you that screenshot of that I got that from was that Cartier ad, right? Definitely. Like, if that's not a butt plug, I don't know what its function is because that looked like it goes in an ass. <laughs> it was. I got an Instagram ad and it was from Cartier and it was. <clears throat> Uh, like a whole slideshow of of products. I don't remember what I, I man. I wish I would have favorited it so I could have gone back. The first one caught my eye enough to swipe to the next one, and the next one is a diamond encrusted Cartier brand butt plug. But it's, and the diamonds were not 
where you thought they should be. Right. <laughs> like I they were it if there's one thing I'm not shoving in my ass, it's a sharp <laughs> edge diamond. It was on the part that goes inside. Right. Uh and if it's a paperweight, it is lewd. <laughs> right. Like I was like it's got to be something else, be- and I'm just... But, like, what could it be? Like, Well, okay, so I was thinking, and then I showed it to somebody else, and they were like, cufflinks? And I'm like, oh! Uh, and, but then I was like, no, because you have this giant piece sticking out of them, or into your wrist. Yeah. Either way it goes, it doesn't fit right. Yeah. And then I saw the hashtag, and it was <laughs> hashtag... What would you do for love? And I was like, it's a fucking butt plug. <laughs> if it's not a butt plug, they should get into the business because they got all the shit they together got a, right there. They got a uh, product built. Oh, they just need I to mean, repurpose it. I, would, I, I guess it depends on how big it is for what it might actually yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's so small that I can it. shove the whole thing in my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Because then how am I going to fish it out? Oh, man. Also, not to keep going back to old content, but in our most recent episode, I definitely am way too comfortable talking about shit going in my butt. Hey, you just got to accept it. I... Like, if you paid me a million dollars, I'd let you fuck me in the ass. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. So it's it's just, you know, it's, I, I think you got to just embrace yourself. You know. Is what it, it's, it's going to come down to. You. I mean, no, I get it. There have been times where I'm in the shower and I'm cleaning and I'm like, is this something I want not in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> this is another really funny thing listening back to your stuff is you hear yourself in such a different light listening to yourself yeah. post than when you're just in a conversation yeah there was a lot in the in that second peter episode where i was like without the context of like what i know that we know we feel or think or our yeah. beliefs we don't have to establish that because we're just chit-chatting and we right. know that. Right. And I'm like, there's a lot where we sound very uh, overly homophobic, even though a lot of the episode Which is could... about competing of who can be gayer. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> like there's just a lot of like... There's a lot of stuff where like out of context you would be like hey these guys hate gays and it, which couldn't be further from <laughs> right. the truth right. and yeah it, it's it is interesting to think about it because like uh my wife just got on episode four and she's like i think you need to delete that and i'm like why she goes you talk about how your family owned slaves and i was like yeah but it, like not like not my dad yeah. Like my dad's 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 dad. <laughs> like right. people we've never met and do not agree with. <laughs> right. like, like we we don't we don't like pump up slavery. We're like, hey, <laughs> we're let's bring like, it back. We're, we're like we're not like, hey, it's part of the family. We right. just gotta continue the beliefs. What right. do we do? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I I I talk about it in a shameful way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, it was like I, it was like uh well 
Turns out there's uh, a dark blotch in the yeah, family just, history. <laughs> turns out we went from writing a dictionary to owning people. Yeah, uh, a, yeah. a line of uh, great accomplishments to deep lows. Just, yeah, the highest highs and the lowest lows. But you know what? That's life. Yeah, that is life. It's just it in its purest form. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm feeling great. Yeah, this is these microphones. We're on another level. I, you know, honestly, this is so much nicer than holding my phone at my face. <laughs> you just dropped your phone on the floor. Oh, I pulled a, I pulled my wife. You pulled a Katie. All right. Well, on that note, I just been, that that was like a Pavlovian response. My fist just clenched. I hearing that phone drop. <laughs> I think you just admitted to our listeners that you punch your wife. Nope, I just make a fist <laughs> like Arthur. Um, <laughs> the Arthur fist. Yeah. yeah, that's probably more accurate. Of just like, <laughs> pretty sure he punches DW in that episode. <laughs> okay, well maybe maybe it's not accurate. Yeah. Uh, she had it coming. <clears throat> uh, this has been episode ten. This has been episode ten. We hit. This is a great milestone. Yeah, we're cruising. Having um, a great time. We there's just greatness to come. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, Hopefully. I don't want to oversell it. Yeah, this I mean, could end up being dog shit. We had I had a great plan, and then my friend didn't answer the phone and made me look like an idiot. Classic for the whole internet to hear. I like to think that he's asleep, but I don't know. I'm gonna look up right now just for listeners' sake. I'm going on find my friends. Oh, if he's out on he's the at. lake, he gets a pass. If he's in his house sleeping. Or otherwise, okay. If he's if he's sleeping or having sex with his wife, I understand why he wouldn't answer the phone. Yeah. If he's but just, it's been an awful long time. He could have called me back. I mean, he could have. He could have. He's not on the leg, Chad. You're dead to me. <laughs> this has been episode ten <laughs> of Reed and Josh survive the apocalypse. Sheesh. Uh. If you could please um, rate and write a review, that would be huge. Um, tell your friends about it. We Honestly, our West Coast, uh, we had a couple of downloads out West. I don't think they like our flavor. But <laughs> uh, East Coast, we've kind of perked up a yeah. little bit. Uh, so, you know. Um, like, yeah. subscribe. We've been getting some followers. Um, on the socials. Oh, for real? Yeah. I mean, it's all people we know. But, oh, well. But it's, all I, right. For yet how's again, Peter's, how's Peter's Twitter doing? I don't know. Let's check. Let's, Let's check see. that. Peter, okay. Peter, I can go on record and say Peter is officially following it. <laughs> 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 and I've made, <laughs> he's made a few, uh, okay. Okay, we just, before we close out, we just got a whole update to make on this. So Peter started following it. Yep. Um, I've had to make a few posts, but he's also already in the thread, has text things, and then has had to text back like maybe 10 minutes later to be like, hey, by the way, probably don't tweet that. Yeah, that's not up to you, Pete. <laughs> nope. Whatever comes out is fair game. Uh, the other thing is I will get Twitter recommendations for tweets mm -hmm. or things. I'll get like a notification. Yep. And some of them... I haven't saved anything because I didn't want to like mess with the algorithm, but I'll click on it and then it's like locking you in as at Peter's safe space. And I'm like, I'm getting recommendations from that. 
and I retweeted uh, a Oscar the Grouch tweet. Yep. I'll read it here. From the official Oscar the Grouch Twitter. I just had a great idea. It starts with you leaving. <laughs> I thought that was very on brand for Peter, yeah, that's so on I brand. retweeted that. Yep. Now I'm getting Sesame Street recommendations like crazy on this account, well, you and know. I'm getting push notifications for it, and the damn algorithm. I'm like, yeah, this tweet from Kermit the Frog sounds funny. I'll check it out, and then I'm on <laughs> Peter's account, <laughs> and then I'm like, damn it, I just fed the algorithm more. <laughs> Oh, that's too good. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that's that's gonna just continue to be great. Yeah, um, I'm I'm still waiting for the day that something gets tweeted and Peter has to go on record on public record on Twitter and argue and with denounce himself. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the day where he argues with himself. I did tweet out. He posted a sandwich recipe. Line yeah. by line. Yeah, and I tweeted it out as such. I'm going to be honest. That sandwich sounded like it had too many ingredients. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to have it. I'd have to take I, a little bite and I see. just imagine them being very tall sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, it has to. There's so much. Let's just read it for yeah. Made a bomb hashtag sandwich for lunch. Mm-hmm. Bun. Mayo. Trader Joe's hot pepper spread. Good By stuff. the way, Trader Joe's does not have a Twitter account. I weird. tried to tag them. Weird. Okay. Really weird. Hot pickles. Yep. Red onion. Okay. Lettuce. Okay. Regular pickles. Okay. Tomato. Mm-hmm. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Turkey. Mm-hmm. Black pepper. Mm-hmm. More mayo mm-hmm. on the final bun. I- then he made another post. So There's another reply tweet. Mm-hmm. Heated the bun, turkey, and cheese before assembly. Chef's finger emoji. All right. Just so right out of the gate. Commit to a single pickle. <laughs> that is that's that is a bold uh, the, chef choice there. The to, double pickle, double the double pickle, pickle combo. Just here. just commit to a single pickle. Also, sounds like a very sloppy sandwich. The amount of spreads that yeah. we're dealing with: mayo, top and bottom, Trader Joe's uh, pepper jelly. Like let's let's. Let's pick a topping here and maybe pick an end of the sandwich to put it on. Yep. This, the mayo on both buns is really throwing me off. Yeah. And for someone who claims to be well, Cal well, conscious. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the, him claiming to be a sandwich artiste, though, and that being his thing. That, I also yeah. am like, I don't know. He's got to know something. I mean, I've seen that guy put every condiment on a hot dog. <laughs> We're talking... Mayo, ketchup, mustard, chili, cheese, onions, relish. Like if yeah. if it can go on one single hot dog, he's putting all of it on there. Right. And I mean, honestly, that sounds like Great Depression uh, <laughs> style eating. But just making what you got. Right. Uh, I love that. There's like I for whatever reason I just grew up having. Um, I like ketchup and mustard on my hot dogs, but I also am like if I got to pick one, I'm going ketchup. I'm going mustard all the time. And that's kind of the standard is the mustard. Yep. And there's actually a like hot dog commission. Like a, there's a board. Yeah. And they have made or they've made ketchup not an option. Like it's not acceptable to put on your hot dog. Well, okay, that's wrong. <laughs> I read that and I was like, 
here's the thing. I'm an adult, and you guys are on a board of hot dogs. <laughs> I'm going to put whatever the fuck I want on this thing. <laughs> like, I'll put, gra- I'll put uh, grape jelly and onions I'll on it if you want. I'll throw some peanut butter on there if I want. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop me. <laughs> Who's going to stop me, huh? <laughs> like the, the hot Fucking dog hot commission. Dog commission. Who do they think they are? Uh, All right, well, we just tacked on another yeah, 10 yeah. minutes after we, had, we closed out. We had some secret stuff we had to really vent up here. Yeah. Um, yeah, hit us up. Follow us on the socials. Uh, like, subscribe, comment. Uh, Readingjosh.com. Yep. You can find all of our links there. If you're listening, go, like I think we, we have one post on our Instagram. Yeah. Also, I'm going to start. I've got... I make notes of every episode of just okay. clips I want to make. Well, so we're going to start having just some kind of highlights, yeah. some good moments. There's a single post there. If you're listening to this and you want to say hey, just go to that one post, reading yep. Josh Pod. Drop a comment. Just say something. You can even just say hi. You can say bye. Yep. I yep. love it. All right, guys. This has been episode 10. We will see you next time. Bye.